This is the Why We Travel Podcast, the podcast dedicated to those who want to explore the world on their terms. Each week, you'll hear from amazing travelers and experts sharing their best travel stories from the road. Listen to their unique travel experiences and get insider tips about their favorite destinations. Whether you're an experienced world nomad or just getting started, this podcast will inspire you, improve your travel skills, change the way you travel, and motivate you to get out and see the world. Discover the art of independent travel and meet fellow travelers in our online community. Now, let's get into it with your host and world traveler, Claus Louder. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Why We Travel podcast. This time and the first time we want to talk about Peru. Specifically, we want to talk about the capital of Peru. We want to talk about Lima. So therefore, I have Alexander Laciana Barreto with me. He is in Peru right now, and he has a vast experience with the city and can tell us a little bit more about what to do in Peru, what to experience, and so on. So hi, Alexander. How are you today? Good. Thank you. Good morning. Alexander, to start with, give me a bit of um, what's, what's your connection with Peru? Well, I was born in Peru, North Coast, and I was living by the ocean my whole life. I was part of the Navy in Peru. I know developed a lot of love for the country. And then I started guiding a few passengers in my city. As I could speak some English. Then I decided to be a tour guide. That's why I was guiding people along Peru for 10 years. Then I decided to settle down in Lima and make walking tours here. So I feel like my job nowadays is being an ambassador my country, in my country, try to show the country when the people arrive. Because Lima is the first city that people arrive in, so yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Excellent. So yeah, absolutely perfect person to talk a little bit more about Lima. I personally have been to Peru. I have been to Lima. I like the city a lot. And actually, I did a walking tour in Lima as well. It's a few years ago. It's three, four years ago. But I definitely want to go back. So Alexander, tell us, why, would you, or why should someone go to Lima? Oh, well, you know what? I don't know if you agree with this or not. But I feel that Lima is the only city in Peru where you can actually feel the culture of the country. And by that, I mean, in Peru, we have 33 million people and 11 by 2022 uh, are supposed to be in Lima, 11 million people. And I guess there is so many people in this big city. Many people say, for example, oh, I don't want to go to Lima because it's such a big city. But... When I ask them why you come to Peru, they say, oh, I want to see the Peruvian culture. And sometimes we go to Cusco. I don't know if it happens to you, but you can see the people. It's very nice, but they are also looking for tourists. While in Lima, people are doing their own lives. And whatever they do, I feel like they are just trying to follow everyday life. And if you want to learn about our culture, then that's like very, very perfect place to do that because it has a little bit of everything. Due to the migration, many people came to Lima. We have 11 million people from which 70, 75% is not from Lima, it's immigrants. So here you have food from different parts of the country, music from different parts of the country, people who speak different languages, the different parts of the country. It's, it's kind of like a love-hate relationship. <laughs> you know, like you have Mira Barranco, which are like very modern and beautiful districts, but they do go travel by you with huge contrast from one city to another. And I didn't like 
the Lima city as the beginning. At the beginning, as I always hear people saying, oh, Lima. Then I saw the other parts and I'm like, man, like this city is actually, it's beautiful. And many, many tourists tell me that lately too. Like you can get to see the ocean. It's just, it's the only city in South America. It's the only capital in South America that has that. So it's nice. You can do surfing, you can do sunboarding, you can see nice buildings, lots of museums, a lot of things to do. Food, it's just crazy. The gastronomic boom that we have nowadays. I feel like it's a city where you can do some stuff. People will be very surprised too. Okay, now that already answered to a certain degree, my, my next question is like, what's the atmosphere and the vibe in the city? But going over that, so it's like, what should people go and see in Lima? What are the, the main attractions to look at? There are different parts. Eh? For example, nobody knows or not many people know that here in Lima we have a canyon where inside the canyon and inside the tunnel you have a waterfall called Autisha. It's just crazy. And it's very close. It's like two and a half hours away from here even closer than Caracas. Three hours away, we have one of the peaks of the mountains called Rajuntay. And many Peruvians are going there where people from Lima go there on the weekends. It's a full day tour. You just, you're particularly just in Lima and you're taking pictures on the top of the mountains. It's no, it's why on the top. People are not expected to see that in Lima. The main square of Lima, of course, we talked about monuments. It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. The President Palace is considered one of the most beautiful palaces that we have in, in South America, the Lima Cathedral. When I do the walking tours in Lima downtown, I always take people to San Francisco Church, which has um, has catacombs below the church. You walk around the catacombs and there are hundreds of thousands of bones. So people, many of the travelers I took there, they say it's spooky. Describe the tunnels. Very interesting. If anybody comes to Lima, you have to try good ceviche and a good pisco sour. That's like two things. It's like dancing. You need to dance with somebody. You need to have a ceviche and a pisco sour, no matter what. I know some good spots for that as well. Nightlife is good. Also in Lima, we have one of the oldest and most important archaeological sites, like Pachacamac, for example. Not many people know about Pachacamac. Pretty much everybody is referring to Machu Picchu which is one of the seven world wonders. But imagine that in the colonial times, when the Spanish arrived here, everybody went to Pachacamac to get the gold, to pay Pizarro. So that's one of the main reasons they kind of discovered Lima on the way in making the city. So Pachacamac is very, very important. The, it was there before the Incas, and the Incas noticed it was important, so they decided to build some Inca temples there too. Barranco considered the top 30 coolest districts in the world. Very beautiful too. Callao, in Callao you also have these islands called Palomino, where people go and swim with sea lions, see the, uh, the Humboldt penguins. You can do some surfing. A lot of people at least come into Lima to do paragliding, take cooking lessons, food tours. Huacapugiana is also very nice in the nightlife or before you start the nightlife. The magic circuit of water. It's a good show to go with couples, with kids, with friends sometimes. Enjoy. It's nice, but they, they have kind of like a water fountain and they project a movie that goes through the water. So the water is a scream, let's say. That's quite interesting. You make me want to go back because a couple of things that you mentioned I have seen. So I have been to Barranco. 
which we ex only found out after a few days. And I want to say it's, it's, it's a really nice district there. Barranco was very nice. I think you have this very nice seafront, um, seafront promenade right at the cliffs where you can walk for ages and look at the ocean. So that's also very nice. And maybe you need to explain to the people, because Lima is known as one of the top food capitals worldwide. I mean, some of the best restaurants in the world are in Lima. Maybe just explain in some short words, what is ceviche and what can people expect there? And obviously, what, what is pisco sour? They need to explain that as well. Not everyone will know that. Well, like I said at the very beginning, I was born in front of the ocean. That's what I tell to people all the time. I take people who come to Peru, I take them on uh, street food tours. And one of the main dishes they try is uh, ceviche for 12 soles. When in Barranco, my first, it's 45 soles. First of all, ceviche is one of my favorite dishes. Second, I used to eat fish six times a week when I was a kid and chicken or meat once a week. Whoever is what it has to be fresh fish. Salt, lime, chili, lettuce, dried, dehydrated, fried corn, corn, sweet potato, salt. It's just it's of different flavors in your mouth. To give you an idea, this is important for ceviche. You get some fish, you get a piece of fish, uh, corn, sweet potato, but the juice is also coming in here. So one bite, you have all the flavors in your mouth, that's a bit. It's having like a lot of different flavors in your mouth, tasting them, feeling them. It has to have some chili on it because chili gives this special mix, mix of flavors too. And it has to be fresh. Some people ask me, oh, but Alex, you know what? Like this is a raw fish. I don't know if it's good or not. No worries. The salt, the lemon, the, the chili, so much acid, it's going to cook the, the fish. Uh, meat and it's just it's just tasty it's just crazy how many people don't know about it and the ones who know about it are just crazy about it i met many many people who told me they didn't like fish or they didn't like ceviche and i said look we just give it a try like once like that's it if you don't like it that's okay but let me take you to a place and they're like, no, but I have this friend who took me. I'm like, look, for me, it's important. I, I will take you not to the most expensive restaurants. I'm not going to take you there. I'm going to take you to the good one, which is very different. And for Pisco Sours also, I didn't used to like uh, alcohol in general, although I was a tour guy and I was trying with a lot of people. I was always trying to keep sober. But, you know, being in the Navy, guiding in the vineyards, in Ica, learning about the history of Pisco's kind of give you this pride, you know, producing the pisco. The pisco is, is the process of, of the grape juice that is in fermentation process. So the grape juice is already in fermentation process, it's already turning into wine, but they cut the fermentation process to go on to the destillation process to do the pisco. 35, 39, 42% of alcohol is pisco. That's with lemon juice, sugar syrup, egg white. On the check with the rocks, it's always on the check, never on the blender. That's what I learned. That's pisco. That's pisco sour. That, by the way, used to be whiskey sour. It's a guy who, who came from the States and changed the, the recipe, changed the whiskey for pisco. So it wasn't invented by a Peruvian, <laughs> you know, but we love it. And in the end, if you, will, if you have a pisco sour, you will see that they put some bitters on top. Apparently, this is to avoid the egg smell. So yeah, it's egg white. Yeah, I had a few of them, and I must say I like them a lot. 
And also, as I said, that the street food in Lima was really, really good. I'm a big fan of street food. Now, when it comes to the perfect time to, to travel to Lima, I know the, the climate is, is very mild there. What's, what's your recommendation? When should someone come to Lima? Is there any particular times where you should not go to Lima because of the weather? No, no, no. In general, no. You know, this is the coldest. This is right now. It's the coldest season uh, in Peru, in the coast, in the coast side. And this is 11. That's the coldest. 11 is the coldest. This October, it's going to get up to probably 17. December, January, February, it goes up to 27. So... Any time is perfect to come to Lima. On the coldest time, like right now, just put on the jacket. That's that's all you need. Nothing And else. it almost never rains in Lima. That's the other point. Yeah, uh, you... almost never. So you have the city ready all the time. The perfect time to be here was making the other day kind of like an organization. I feel like it's three days to be fair with the city, to say I get to see the city. One day to see uh, Lima downtown, the old downtown. A little bit of Chinatown, street food, the monuments, the catacombs, to see probably uh, Larco Museum, uh, to see the magic secret of water. Another day to explore, and I would like anybody to take this tip. It's very important. Explore Miraflores in daytime, hit Barranco, kind of like in afternoon night. Barranco is very beautiful. It has very nice views. But the nightlife in Barranco Not that nightlife, let's say the night atmosphere in Barranco is much incredible. That's what we're doing a walking tour like by night in Barranco, you know, because it's the Bohemian district, the artist district, Lima, and of Peru actually. And it's very nice to see, very, very nice to see. And another day, I don't know, to see museums, to go surfing, to do paragliding, to see Callao Monumental. Callao is also a region inside Lima that is pretty much the port and it has also good foods, good history, some things to see like swimming with the sea lions. So yeah, three days, I guess, like full days, right? Three full days. Some people came to Lima for a couple of days and they have been telling me that they wish they stay longer. Unless you can do, for example, when you arrive in the country, one or two days, and then people start traveling around the country and they finish in Lima as well. So the rest days were like two or three, two days. Okay. Okay. I think we spent a week in Lima and then we moved on, but I think it was just not enough. Um, I, I loved the people there were very friendly people. The food was amazingly good. And, and I mean, also it's a, it's a huge city. I mean, 11 million people, it's, it's a massive city. I remember driving to the airport took quite some time to get out there. Yeah. We're just, um, not that close to the city. I think you need to get through the whole city to get to the airport. <laughs> Where can um, our listeners and viewers find out more about you? Oh, if anybody wants to ask me like or come and contact us, we do walking tours in Lima, downtown. A little project that I started last year and the name of the project is Lima Experience. We try to create an experience for the people. So if anybody would like to join us, guys, you're more than welcome. What we do is that in the mornings, we take people to the local markets and we show people uh, local markets doing the street food tours where you can try ceviche as well. Lucuma juice and we buy lots of fruits and we go to a park to eat the fruits and we play like exotic fruits that you might have never tried before in your life and we play some chicha music which is kind of like a very popular local music that not many people know about so I was thinking that we have to show the local culture to people while they eat so that's why it's called a street food experience that's what we do in the mornings 
introduce the local side of Lima to travelers. In the afternoons, we take a walking tour in city center of Lima, and obviously we finish having in a in a bar where pisco sour was invented. So my idea is that people always try to test the city. And in the nights, like I said earlier, we do a walking tour in Barranco by night. It's not about going to every single club and getting drunk. It's mostly like getting to know the people, just the night atmosphere, have one or two drinks, and that's it, yeah. Okay, well, put a link in the show notes so people can find you directly there and then contact you if they're in Lima or plan to go to Lima. Alex, thanks so much. I think that was a good um, overview of, of Lima, what the city has to offer and what people should experience there. And as I said, um, if somebody wants to reach out to you, they can find this through the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for your time and hopefully see you at some point in Lima. Thank you for uh, making this podcast. Thank you so I much. I agree. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, Klaus here. Before you leave, I have a question. Are you a traveler? Do you have a favorite travel destination or favorite travel experiences that you would like to share with the world? Then become a guest on the Why We Travel podcast. Simply message me and I will get you all the details for becoming an interview guest and then we take it from there. That's it for now. I'll see you in the next episode and have a great day.